Dear Feathers, we have a treat for you today. We have Ruby Sunshine Taylor on with us, who is the founder of a Financial Joy School, as well as the author of a new book called The Unconventional CEO. She is so inspirational. She has overcome a traumatic brain injury, and she will talk about that journey. And she started off in social care, and she was a social care worker um, in schools, and she loved it. So transitioning from that and listening to that little voice uh, that pecks on your shoulder uh, and what that means, and uh, there's so much to cover in, in this episode. She is fantastic. Uh, you just want to squeeze her. So let's get to it. I'm Brooke. I'm your podcast host, and let's dive in. I guarantee you, you will not be disappointed in Ruby's story and the inspiration that she shares. supported by Masami. Masami is clean premium hair care with a Japanese ocean botanical for weightless hydration and shine. We love their products in my house. My daughter has really thick long hair and I have really fine thin hair and we both love the Masami shampoo and conditioner. Masami is vegan, cruelty-free, non-toxic, clean, gender neutral, and works for every hair type and texture, whether straight or curly. Their products clean and moisturize their hair all at once. They've received several awards for their products, and after using them, you will look like you just walked out of the salon. They're eco-friendly, sustainable, vegan, plant-based, and the company is woman-owned. For 15% off, go to Love Masami, that's L-O-V-E-M-A-S-A-M-I.com backslash the Wild Feather Podcast and enter the Wild Feather Podcast in the coupon code for 15% off your entire order. Ruby, I am beyond excited. Wild Feathers, I'm so excited to have Ruby Sunshine here. She is so inspirational and fantastic. So thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me, and you are very welcome. <laughs> Yay! Okay, so I've heard a bit of your story before, but I don't know everything, right? And so I would love for you to share with us how you became a founder and what led you down the road of being a founder and um, your journey as a founder so far. Okay. How did a school social worker become a founder, right? Yeah, 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 you've had quite the career, right? Oh my God, I loved school social work. I feel that was my God-given purpose for that season. And I didn't see myself doing 
anything else. Um, but that came to an end in 2012 when I suffered a traumatic brain injury because of a car accident. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like, I don't, don't usually share this piece, mm-hmm. but I'm going to share it today. I shared it, but I'm going to share it again, right? Okay. When you feel that it is time to move, I believe in God, so, but you can believe in whatever you want to. I'm not one of those, right? I do not try to indoctrinate anyone. I think it's a personal journey and like love is, is the driving force. Um, and I felt that God was telling me to leave my um, job in August, right? August came, we went back to the school. I did not feel comfortable in the building. I just didn't feel right. And something kept on telling me, leave my job. And, and I'm like, no, I have to pay my mortgage. I have to pay my car note. What are you talking about? Leave my job. Plus, plus I love my kids. I love my kids. I love yeah. them. And I love the family. So I'm like, I didn't know what was next. And so this is August, September, same thing. I'm not comfortable. October, same thing. Still telling me leave my job, and I'm like, no, no. What else? I, what else am I supposed to do? Um, and then uh, December second uh, came, and I had the car accident, and I was still trying to go back to work. <laughs> <laughs> we can laugh about this now. That yes. that nagging that you have to completely do a 180 in your life and you don't know where to turn or what to do to make that 180 and what it looks like. It's scary. Oh my God. It really is. And, (laughs) and I'm a creature of habit. I love the same thing. That is my comfort zone. And when things are shaken up, oh my God, I'm not comfortable. Right. Like, well, he certainly, God certainly got you out of your comfort zone. <laughs> did he, did he, I went back to work and my supervisor said, you need to leave. You can't be. <laughs> There's something not right. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. So how long, I mean, this was a really traumatic accident, right? And, oh my God. Yes. Yeah. So how long did it take you to recover? Because it was very impactful on your life. It took me two years to to recover. Two years. Um, I was not able to smile. I wasn't able to laugh for a year, a year and a half. Wow. And that is not my personality. I love to laugh. I love to smile. I love a good time. And um, that was one of the darkest periods in in my life and because I'm somewhat of a over, over, what is it? Achiever within mm-hmm. my own right, right? Mm-hmm. In my own right. Um, I was fighting it because I knew I wasn't myself, Yeah, but I didn't, I didn't know who I was. It was the strangest thing. And, um, I had neurologists, I had psychologists, I had a sports medicine doctor trying to help. I had a whole team 
trying to help me get back to school social work. <laughs> I still wouldn't stop. And, um, oh, oh my God. And they would not allow me to go back. Um, and I would ask for more tests. And the more tests that they gave me, the more frustration came. But during that time, because because I love my kids, their parents loved on me when I was mm -hmm. no longer able to work. And um, mm -hmm. two of them, Melissa Coleman and Renee Gallagher, would take me to the, the doctors, take me to my, Aww. take me to the grocery stores, come and take me out for um, lunch. And not only was I in a bad physical space, I was in a terrible emotional space, spiritual space, and, um, and like financial space. Everything was upside down in my life. And, um, wow. How do you get out of how what was the pivot of point? Like what do you remember a defining change or moment where things started changing? Yes. When mm -hmm. Renee took me out to lunch and mm -hmm. she was like, We were just talking, and I was like, I'm about to lose my condo. And she was like, Ruby, that makes no sense. You made enough money to be fine because they publicize our um, salary every year in the paper. Uh, uh, wasn't that nice? Wasn't that <laughs> amazing. Thank you. Thank you, Pennsylvania. <laughs> we love you. We love you. Uh, <laughs> and um, she's like, where's your savings? Where are your like investments? And I'm like, I have none of none of that and the school district even though i was tenured and had a contract and all of that stuff that like you're supposed to do right mm -hmm. sometimes it does not work for women and sometimes it doesn't work for for african americans mm -hmm. what happened within the school district they told me that i had to re um, resign and that didn't seem right to me, even though I was not with it. I'm like, why are they telling me that I have to resign? So I asked them to put it in writing, right? I was not that, that like far out. I said, I said, put it in writing, then I will, right? They never put it in writing because I didn't do it. They like resigned me any, any way, which meant that I had no insurance. And and no money coming in. Is that legally? That was not legal. But yeah. But like at that moment, they could do whatever, right? Because right. because who's gonna stop them, right? Yeah. And I didn't have I didn't have recourse at that time because I'm struggling, trying to get better. And yeah. which they knew, which they knew. And so I was complaining about my state. And she was like, Ruby, you are never supposed to spend your last dime. Words I never knew. And it wasn't mm. like I lived this luxurious life. I 
I did not. Like I told you, I like the same thing. I can wear the same jeans for for like for like a decade, right? It was none of that. I was not taking um extravagant trips. It was none of that. What it was was I come from a southern family and um I was taught whatever extras you are supposed to give it out. So I would give it to my family. I would give it to my to like to like my students, their families, and whatever extra I um had, I felt this mandate yeah. to give. And Renee, she was like, "Ruby, no, I don't. No, that is not the way this life works." And because she was like, "Now look at you. You can't work." And like, there's no money coming. So now like you're in a bad financial space. So my husband and I, we are going to teach you how to become a long-term investor. So when you get back on your feet, you will never be in this position again. They brought me over to their beautiful home. I thought that I had a new place to live, but that didn't happen. I'm only playing. <laughs> It would have been a bad place to live. It's like a mansion type of house. It's really not. I said, what do I need to do to be here? And so, (laughs) (laughs) exactly. The school district that, that I worked for, it was a, it was a mixture of like, I'm families from very wealthy to middle-class to, um, to underprivileged, right? So like it was a ba- it was a mixed bag. And so this family was um upper 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 middle class. And they brought me over to their home. They had a presentation, they had like handouts. They also had projections to show me how like this works if I do this this and this. And they told me this magical word called compound interest. Which I never knew. Not only did they educate me about the positive of compound interest, they also told me about about the negative. So if you have a credit card, that is compound interest. But if you have long term investments, that's a positive compound interest. You want the positive, right? Right. So they showed me how money grew. And I love them today, not just for that, but just for the support that they gave during such a very difficult season in my life. So shout out to Renee and Dan Gallagher. Um, If I need a place to stay, I'm coming over. You're going to the mansion. (laughs) (laughs) So then I became aggressive about it. So then I began to educate myself. Um, I began to watch CNBC. I began to fall in love with Warren, with with Warren Buffett, which my mother was happy about because that was the only man that I was falling in love with. She wanted me to be 
fruit. So. <laughs> but, I'm curious, how did your family react whenever you enlightened them that you weren't going to be sharing all of your monies with them? It was a journey. Yeah, I bet. It got ugly. It yeah. got very ugly. Um, I'll give you a case in point. Um, my mother had her, I think it was her 80th birthday. Um, I already gave her a big 70, a big 77th because that's what she wanted. And then mm. for her like 80th, I just said, Hey, let's, let's just go to a night to like a nice restaurant mm -hmm. and just enjoy ourselves. Maybe that was her 81st, maybe her 81st because her 80th. I also did a party day for her. She spoiled. Mm. Um, but anyway, <laughs> so I had a party. I had a dinner. I went out to a restaurant and I told my siblings, I'm, I'm the youngest of eight. I said, hey, uh. I'm taking mom out to, to this restaurant, but I'm only paying for me, mom, and dad. Oh, my God. They they thought that I like cursed that I cursed it that I cursed them out. And then I said, if you cannot, if you cannot pay pay for dinner, come for dessert, right? Because like we're gonna have a cake, right? Trying mm -hmm. to compromise. Oh my God. They they really turned on me because I would no longer pick up the dinner checks. Um, oh my goodness. And they got very upset and they called me everything but a child of, a child of God. Wow. And Are they good now? Some are, some aren't, right? Uh, and so it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Every journey, no matter who it is, you will yeah. grow you will grow and um, others will grow at a later date. And that's okay, mm -hmm. right? They may be still there, some of them, not all, but they will grow, right? And like, mm -hmm. um, so I always remember, but by the grace go I. So I don't be like, oh my God, right? I just hope that mm -hmm. they um, grow and like understand that like I love them enough to basically believe mm -hmm. to like believe they can do it that like they don't need mm -hmm. my my coins to make it they can do it right. i don't need to pay for it plus you're not taking on their problems oh my god like that's for them they're they're adults they can figure it out right like oftentimes we take on everybody else's projections it's that feminine energy i don't know what it is <laughs> but it makes us feel like obligated to um, care for yeah. others and then when we don't people feelings get I'm hurt and that's okay yeah. and that's okay right yeah. I love them I love them still yeah. and they love me yeah yeah but it's okay good, it's good, all right good. so then after diving into all of this financial research and Warren Buffett and all of this then what happened um I began to help my cousin because he was the only one that would 
two of my cousins took me up on this like offer for me to educate them to become long-term investors, right? I already began investing and I saw my money grow. So I'm like, if I can do, do that on a damaged brain, I can help other people do it. So I was telling them we need to do this. Um, and then I read an article that stated by the year 2053, the median net worth for black people would be zero. And for like Hispanics, it will take 2073 for their median wealth within the U within the United States to be zero. Mm -hmm. And I said, not on my watch, not on my watch. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, Ruby. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> now, if I have anything to do with so it. I'm like, what can I do? to help us on a micro level to um, change this statistic, right? Um, I like mm -hmm. change this report. And so I'm like, we can build generational wealth no matter your income. And like, if we can learn to basically become long-term investors, and basically build for the next gener generations. Oh my God, mm -hmm. that can be a that yeah. can be a powerful movement, right? So I'm like, how can we get started? Because financial language is intimidating, and um, it yeah. is purposeful because some of the stuff, such as a, I such as a IRA, right? Why mm -hmm. even say that? Nobody knows what an IRA is. Everybody, <laughs> it's just, it's just crazy, right? right. Just say right. it is a individual retirement account. That's it. People can understand that, but nobody's gonna be like, "What is an IRA?" Everybody just wanna act like they know what it is. Because you hear it a lot, but you really don't know what it is. And so, mm -hmm. so I'm like, how can we begin to have the discussion on, on building generational wealth without the intimidation? And the best way is mm -hmm. gaming. So I created a card game called The Legacy. And then mm -hmm. it had five rounds, career investments, savings, assets, and life events because life happens. And like everything is based upon a 30-year value so that like people can, 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 can see over 30 years, you would have brought, brought in a minimum of a million depending upon your salary and people don't even know that they are they are like wow like if i made fifty five thousand dollars a uh or what is a year i would have made over a million within 30 years yes yes you would have isn't that amazing and people don't see the collectiveness of their money and so then once we so like that's why i like did the 30 years for us to see 
how much money like accumulates over time without us even being aware. So like bringing um, awareness to the longevity of like money if we do it right. And so um, generational wealth, helping our players learn how learn how how to build generational wealth. So that's how a school social worker with a traumatic brain injury became a startup founder. And I like to think of myself as a unconventional CEO because there is nothing con- um, conventional about me. Um, <laughs> and so... That's my journey to like starting my business. Yeah, that's amazing. So you created this game and then you developed basically from there, right? Like you have a, it's called financial joy school and, and you have plans, I know, but it's only for specific, like, do, is this a physical school or this is like an online program school or how does that work? Financial Joy School is a, it, it's a platform where people, corporations, schools, nonprofits, colleges, and universities can like sign up and they will have, ac- they will have, ac- they will have access to to the platform and one of our main mm-hmm. um pillars of the platform is the abcs of investing so like we go mm-hmm. through a through z plus some and we have videos we have infographics we have blogs we have all of these different modalities to help people learn and um, grow at their own pace. Not only are we talking about investing, we are like also talking about estate planning because um, Mm -hmm. when you are building, you need to also keep it in your family. And like a lot of um, Mm -hmm. people have to go through probate court and that's a waste of time and a waste of money that should not occur. And so we are big on not only investing, but also estate planning. And one of our favorite companies to use that has democratized estate planning is Trust and Will, which is a San Diego company. Um, and they help you create 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 wills, trust, um, directives, all of it right online. Yes. Really? For like. Do they explain it to you? Do they explain it to you? It is really great. Yeah. So. What's it called again? Trust Trust and and will. Will. Yes. Yes. An amazing company. And I love. That's awesome. And, um, that's awesome. I highly recommend them. So they have educated our, our community about trust, about, about wills, about, um, estate planning. So super duper dope and a shout out to, 
to their founder, Cody. So yeah, Cody's amazing. The whole team is really dope. The whole team is amazing people. (laughs) Amazing people. I love it. So your card game is called Legacy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And so from there, then let's talk about your journey in building the school and the legacy card games and, and that kind of thing. So what have been your biggest either aha moments or obstacles that you've overcome? I mean, you've already overcome like life obstacles, right? But from a founder perspective, is there anything that stands out that, um, like, how do you produce a card game? I don't even know. I wouldn't even know where to start. Oh my God. That was so fun. That was so much fun. Oh my God. I loved every minute of it. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So my family, one of our favorite games is Seven Wonders. And it's one of the greatest strategy games. People will say Settler of um of like a Catan, but I beg to differ. Seven Wonders is a whole lot better. But anyway, right? Mm. We love card games. Yeah. And um so I'm like and we like spades, Uno, all of it, right? Uh, yeah. Oh, yes, spades. spades. Yeah. Do you play, Brooke? I do play spades. I grew up in a spades family. Oh, yes. boy, we have to have a spades night. We have to have a spades night. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I live in Michigan now, and they all play euchre. I didn't know euchre until I moved here, but um, I still prefer spades. Spades is like spades. my heart. Isn't it Enjoy. a great game? It really is. I love spades. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, Brooke. Challenge. Yeah. <laughs> you got find it. a good partner. Next time because, I see you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that matters. That matters. <laughs> so, funny. so then I did a survey, a qualitative one, to see what type of games people loved, right? What type of card games. Mm-hmm. And the resounding was Uno. Yeah, which was a shocker, but it shouldn't be because like Uno is like the number one game in the whole world. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, people like ease. And so I'm like, okay, I'm going to create a pick and play. Right. And so that was the first thing. Then after that, I'm like, okay, how, how do we build, build, build wealth? So that's how I like began with the rounds. And then after that, I like mm-hmm. tested it out just from like writing stuff down, just cutting it out, just doing paper and then play. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Playing the game. <clears throat> then I got a graphic designer. And before mm-hmm. all of that, I had a Kickstarter to help me produce the game. Right. Because I was not going to use my resources to like create a game that like nobody would really buy and so people will will mm-hmm. will say i'm going i'm going to like support you but it's different when they like give you the money for it and and so yeah. so i did a kickstarter and we had 123 people supported and we was able to raise 6 
$6,000. And like, all I needed was like $500 to freaking test the game so that I could go to Kinko's and just print out a couple of copies and just cut it out and try it that, that, that way. But we got way yeah. more than the $500 that I was going to use to like test it out to see, to see like if I can make the, this work. So I'm like, okay, there's something there. Yeah. Right. And so mm -hmm. then what, then what gave me the aha moment was one of my biggest supporters of the Kickstarter was a executive from a major financial institution. And he was like, I'm not supporting it. I'm not supporting you with the company. I am supporting you as myself. So like that's two separate entities, right? How did I find mm -hmm, mm -hmm. how did I find him? I emailed every Every major financial, what is it, executive in America. <laughs> he was the only one. He was the only really? one. Really? So you emailed, you did like an email marketing campaign. You emailed everyone telling them your yes. story and uh, trying to get buy-in. Yes. That's awesome. And everybody ignored it. me except for him. You only need one. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. You only need one. that one, and I'm so thankful for Mike. His name is Mike Weinback. Greatly, greatly appreciate mm. him and his support. But the aha moment was when he got the game, he, like, played it with, with his son. And, like, he was like, this is an amazing game. We loved it. Me and my son enjoyed it. Um, this should be played everywhere. And I was like, yes, right? This is, right. He, he's like high up, right? Really, really high up. Right. And I'm like, if he gave, gave me the green light, I'm on to something great. So with yeah. that, I felt that I don't care what anybody say. This is a good game um, because my mother also said it was a good, a good game. So that was enough. Once mama said it's a good game, yeah. it's a good game. <laughs> and so, but like once Mike played it with his family and really, really believed in my like vision, um, it gave me the confidence to really keep moving forward. We are supported by Masami. Masami is clean premium hair care with a Japanese ocean botanical for weightless hydration and shine. We love their products in my house. My daughter has really thick long hair and I have really fine thin hair and we both love the Masami shampoo and conditioner. Masami is vegan, cruelty free, non-toxic, clean, gender neutral, and works for every hair type and texture, whether straight or curly. Their products clean and moisturize their hair all at once. They've received several awards for their products, and after using them, you will look like you just walked out of the salon. They're eco-friendly, sustainable, vegan, plant-based, and the company is woman-owned. 
for 15% off, go to Love Masami. That's L O V E M A S A M I dot com backslash the Wild Feather Podcast and enter the Wild Feather Podcast in the coupon code for 15% off your entire order. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That's a fantastic. And how remarkable that you were just raising five or $600 and you ended up raising 6,000. Like that's the score. That's a total. Oh yes. Yes. Agreed. Yeah. Light, green light, and people right? think that you need to raise millions or like a hundred thousand or 250,000 for you to create a successful business. It depends upon what type of business. If it is tech, where you are creating something very, very technical, maybe, but maybe not, right? Um, and right. so, yeah, super duper dope. Super duper So thankful. Yeah. I'm so thankful. That's fantastic. Yeah, that's awesome. And so things are going well. And recently you have some exciting news because the unconventional CEO has, go. look at that. You wrote a book. Yes. I love it. Yes. Love it. And the most important part of, of this book is my, is my late dog uh -huh. is on the back. Oh, <laughs> what's your dog? Bailey. What's your dog's name? His name is Bailey. Her name Bailey. was Bailey. And was the best dog ever. Um, we have a new one, Aww. but it's nothing like Bailey. <laughs> so, like, I don't have my kids Aww. on the back. Aww, I don't have my parents. I don't have my ex-partner, but I do have my dog. And that's what matters most. <laughs> I'm yeah. My kids yeah. Hey, my you know what? Dog. <laughs> yeah, my dog is very important. Very important. Yes. Well, they are little friends, right? Like they're your little, I have two. So I oh, love them. That. Love them. The best thing. So yes, I wrote yeah. a book called yeah. the, Un the Unconventional CEO, How to Build Wealth and Joy in the Midst of Adversity. Right. And so mm. not only am I sharing my, my, story i have four other amazing women sharing their leadership stories and so um oh, that's called the intermission okay. section of the book um uh, told you unconventional baby uh so so we have jenny flores she's a um financial um executive we have tamika brown she is a certified financial advisor and also a executive for a major financial institution. We have Chantelle Roche. She, mm -hmm. she was the director of um, equi for equity and inclusion for a uh, Fortune 5. Fi 500 com company and then we have Arlene Taylor who is my mother and 
who oh. have lived 85 years on this earth and have seen so much and have led have led our um, community. And so she has many she has wisdom to 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 really share. So those four women yeah. share their yeah. leadership stories and um and like I share mine and I also share how we can build generational wealth no matter your income period and I'm excited about the book so excited so excited yeah I would be too that's amazing that's amazing so uh, obviously this is a big deal and um is it out yet or it's in it the process it is completed it will be out December 12th but you can pre-order it on Amazon now so if you go to Amazon, you can pre-order the book. If you want to know more about the book, you you can go to theunconventionalceo.com and learn more about the book, about 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 me and the contributing authors. So the book is ready and the Nasdaq Entrepreneurial Center made me author and residence because I paid them $25. It goes a long way. If you pay people, I'm only playing. Let me not play like, like that. It, it's a joke. I didn't pay them. Uh, <laughs> let me stop. Um, only a joke. So. Okay. So tell everyone what the NASDAQ, uh, the NASDAQ, NASDAQ is. is where Everybody knows the NASDAQ. That's where. I know, but what where, part are no, no, you no. in? That's where you <laughs> get to trade public corporations. Oh, great stuff. We love that. Yes, yeah. baby. Focus on tech. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the part that I'm in is their entrepreneurial center. They have the NASDAQ Entrepreneurial Center, which was founded and founded by Nicola Corzine, and she is the executive director over that amazing organization. And they have been a great support in me and me becoming a amazing entrepreneur. They have wonderful resources mm -hmm. at the center, such as Milestone Circles, Milestone Makers, and free mentoring. If you need a mentor and like you are a business, they give you free mentors. So that's, that's amazing. I don't think a lot of people know about that. I mean, I've been in the startup community for years and I didn't, I'd never heard of that particular program within the NASDAQ until I was at the women's venture summit. So I don't think a lot should. of women know about that. They should. I know there are all these resources. We just can't get the information out. Yes. So enough. if you That's are a business owner, check out NASDAQ Entrepreneurial Center. If you are a woman, they have a specific program for women called the Milestone Circles, which I went through and it's an amazing program. So I highly recommend you all check out the NASDAQ Entrepreneurial Center. 
and I am a disabled entrepreneur. Another great resource is to gather international. Um, I'm currently their entrepreneur okay. in, 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 in residence for that program. And mm-hmm. another amazing mm-hmm. um, organization for um, disabled entrepreneurs is the National Disability Institute, another great resource. Mm-hmm. And for Black parents, who are founders, uh-huh. Parentpreneur Foundation, uh-huh. another great resource, which I use. These are all places I have used, right? And the Health Sand House, they have an amazing accelerator program down in, D- in, in D.C., Georgetown, and a beautiful mansion you get to work at. And you get the support, encouragement, capital. And like, if you want, they also have like investments, angels to like help you on your um, journey. So as an, as an entrepreneur, you cannot do this work by, by yourself because number one, it gets depressing. Okay. I don't think people want to be honest. Uh, like. Are you kidding? That's the whole reason why I started Wild Feather. I'm like, this is lonely and I feel so alone and it's yeah. awful. You need a community. <laughs> you need a lot of communities with an. Yeah. Furthermore, I have no idea what I'm doing. Yes. <laughs> yes. So please don't do this by yourself. It is miserable. Um, it is hard enough. But even in the pain, there is joy in this work because people say, you don't really have um, freedom. Yes, you do. You have freedom to um, Mm -hmm. pick and what is it? Choose what it is. We love the work so much. We do it around the clock. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh my god you have to love it yes. you have to love it this is not this yeah. isn't anything you hip do. this do. isn't any name thing cool it takes a lot of work it takes a lot of effort you will be beaten down beaten down and like you have to give give back yeah. up because just like Brooke said earlier they're the pot of gold on the other side of the rainbow baby <laughs> so yeah yes yes it's a beautiful yep, journey yep. i wouldn't trade it in for the world i'm appreciative yeah that's awesome i love it so i'm going to ask you one thing what well do you have a favorite motto right now or a favorite mantra right now or a favorite mantra that i use our mantra of the week <laughs> that, the I, that i always use with like everybody um is you deserve joy and and you deserve joy and wealth i deserve joy and wealth we all deserve joy and and wealth 
And sometimes we don't reach for stuff because we don't feel that we deserve it. Everyone, everyone deserves joy, right? Everyone deserves to leave the next generation with a, with a what? In, in, inheritance and you don't have to be rich i tell people the meaning of generational wealth is passing on passing on an asset to the next generation with the education to grow that that what asset right that's all it is Mm -hmm. generational poverty is passing on an asset without giving the next generation education to basically grow what you have given them, right? And so we have to get out of this this mindset that like you have to be rich, you have to be famous to, to like be to be able to leave a financial leg, uh, legacy. We strongly disagree. And I said that loud and proud. We yeah. strongly disagree because we all de- um, deserve joy and generational wealth. Yes, we do, yes. sister. I am right there with you. I, be- I believe it. I don't think a lot of people are educated. I. It, you're exactly right, right. Right. I mean, I wasn't taught. I know a lot of people weren't taught. Right. So, um, yeah, interesting. Okay. So if someone's interested in purchasing your My cards, cards are, are they, but they are available. They are available in um, bulk because we are focused on like corporations oh, and not okay. and nonprofit and, and um, schools. But if you really is like, I want to try that. I'm a business woman. Email, email me. I'll send you an invoice for one day. Um, <laughs> Ruby at legacygame.com. Oh yes, we will send you one. Um, but but we but our business okay. model is like to sell a minimum a minimum of a hundred. Gotcha. Gotcha. And if somebody were interested or say someone's listening that works at a school or university or one of these institutions and they're interested in getting onto the platform, do they just go to the Joy School? Thejoyschool.com and reach out to us for a demo and we will do a demo. And if it is something you are like interested sit in we would go forward and making that happen yeah and don't forget perfect get the book get the book and we we're gonna leave all the links all the stuff (laughs) in our notes in the episode notes as well as uh you will see this promoted on our social media we'll include links especially to specific links to the Amazon um, links so you can pre-order yours or get yours um, when they're um, shipped. And yeah, we are so excited for you. I, I can't tell you, like, 
I haven't known you long, really. I don't really know you a ton, but I feel like I know you. And I'm so proud of you. Brooke, I just think you're awesome. I'm a Leo and I love any type of compliments. It makes it just extends my heart. Um, I'm going to smile so, so wide. You're going to see my missing tooth in the back if you keep on. So let's just limit that. I don't want the people to see that. Great. 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 Ah, I just think you're so inspiring. And I, I just think it's awesome. And I love your um, energy and your, like your, um, your outlook on life. I think it's cool. Thank you. I think it's dope, as you would say. Thank you. And if you are a woman, one conference you do not want to miss is the Women's Venture Summit. I'm telling you, that conference was simply dope. Every woman there was open. And you don't usually get that because conferences are like usually clickish. And that's the truth. But that mm-hmm. conference, no, everybody was like open to meet you. 98.7%. The rest of the people, they were just busy working yeah. on a conference, keeping it flowing. Right. But. <laughs> right. Right. Wasn't right. it? Yes. It was great oh energy. God. It was an amazing. That event. whole team yeah. is so friendly. Yeah. And so nice. Um. Yeah, so yeah, it was good. Check good them vibes, out. Good Check everything. Them out if you want a great yeah. conference, yeah, for sure. Um, that's where I met. I yeah. met Brooke. Women's Ventures, and and I have been yes. harassing yes. her, and like it worked. It worked. <laughs> it worked. <laughs> you haven't harassed me. I think I harassed you. Oh, that's so funny. Oh, but we're going to leave all the links. Actually, I ran out of room writing down all of your um, references, your um, resources, but um, I may double check those um, with you to make sure I got them all right. But I'm also going to include all those resources in our notes. And we do have a resource section that we're in the middle of redoing, uh, revamping on our website. So we'll make sure and add these to that as well in the process. So Thank you so much for joining Thank us. Thank you, sister. I greatly appreciate this opportunity. And don't forget, you are beautiful. Yeah. You you are wonderful. And you are purpose-driven. Yes, yes, and yes. Uh, thanks, Ruby. Hey, and uh, also hit me up for that um, spades challenge. That. I may come to Michigan. What <laughs> part of Michigan do you live in? I live in like um forty five minutes northeast Ann of Arbor. Detroit. How far? Oh uh, yeah, coming. I live like an hour. I'm Brooke. Yeah, if you go to Ann Arbor, I can hop on over there. I love Ann Arbor. No, uh, I'm but not. you're in San Diego, right? No, no, no. I'm just... You're not. You're, are you in Pennsylvania um, still? I'm all over the place. Okay, where are you at now? Ruby. Where Taylor. in the world is? Ruby. Two weeks ago, I was in (laughs) Vancouver. Um, Then I was in Seattle. I took a whole cruise all over the place. But I am in between of Baltimore, Maryland, and the Bronx Uh because I am um, 
helping out my parents as they are getting older, you know? And so I Ah, spend weeks at a time there. Then I come back here to be with my kids. Then I go back there. The Bronx. So there is Bronx. And my house is in Baltimore. Here is home in Baltimore. All right. All right. I well, I go to Virginia. Um, my brother lives in Virginia, so I'm not. I, I'm. It's not too. Like the okay. Gainesville area. Gainesville. It's not. Uh, it's like thirty minutes, forty five oh, minutes outside of DC. It? Yeah, yeah, and I love Annapolis. That place is gorgeous, and the food is great. Yes. And I have known to been I have known to eat some fresher fries on the boardwalk. <laughs> Do you like crabs? Do you like crabs? I got a place for you to come down in Baltimore. It's called Crust by Mac. Ah, okay. And this restaurant makes crab okay. pies. And it's like a croissant type really? of crust. Where it just flakes in your mouth mm-hmm. and nothing but crab meat in in the middle. It's from God. It's straight from it's straight from heaven. It's straight from heaven. Um if you win <laughs> in our spades, you will have to buy if I win, um if I win, you will have to buy. If you win, I will have to buy. Is that a deal? All right. All right. That's All right. a deal. That's a deal. That's yes. a deal. Yes. Yes. We're going to set it up. It has been such a pleasure, Brooke. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Likewise. And I hope you have a wonderful evening. If there's ever anything that you need, um, feel free to reach and out. Right We're happy to help and support you, you anyway. Sister. That, is, that is a two-way street, baby. Thanks. 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 If you enjoy listening to our podcast, subscribe to our channel, The Wild Feather. If you want to learn more about our guests or their products and companies, you can visit our website at thewildfeatherpodcast.com. While you're there, you can sign up for our newsletter to receive info on our upcoming episodes. Follow us on social media to get the latest deets. We're on all of them, so pick your favorite and follow us. And if you're a founder and need funding or accelerator info or business resources, you can go to our website, thewildfeatherpodcast.com and find some valuable information and resources there. No matter if you're a founder, your investor, or what your path is, just remember you were born with wings. Wings.